0: Normal ish service resumed here on the Owls Americas, Sheffield Wednesday opinion with an American accent. I'm your host, Jeffrey Paternostro, and tonight I am drinking a Crunchy Roll, which is a crushable rice lager from Albarium Beer Company. About a half hour from me in New Britain, Connecticut. They are doing curbside pickup, which is very convenient. And this is a uh, nice, light, and refreshing. 4.1% lager. I also had a margarita at 5 p.m., so we're taking it easy tonight. I got a <laughs> buy-to-get-one-free deal on margarita takeout on Monday from our Mexican place. So I've been drinking one of those a day. They come in, like, full, like, 16-ounce water bottles, basically, and you just pour them over ice. <laughs> and they're very strong. So I had one great. of those to loosen... The old vocal cords up for another week of Sheffield Wednesday podcasting we're easing into our evening with a nice light local lager. Also on the line this week in New Jersey, it's
1: Patty Jones. Patty, what are you drinking? Hey, Jeff. I had a very exciting uh, Sunday last week. As you know, we've all been locked up for a very long time. I actually left the house, uh, met a friend, and drove uh, to a few breweries. Uh, so I've got a good stash in. I'm drinking right now an Industrial Arts Talk Wrench Double IPA, one of my favorite beers. Um, and I had, an I went aggressive to catch choice for 9 o'clock at night on a <laughs> It is 8.2%, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I didn't have a margarita at 5 p.m. like myself, so yeah. uh, I am f- fresh as a daisy so far. But, yeah, it was a good day out. I went actually ate outside at a bar. They had a bar upstate that was open for outdoor dining, and that was a weird experience after three months not socializing um and we got some good beers from industrial arts some captain lawrence and from the river outpost in upstate new york it was awesome
0: also on the line we've we have five substitutions available to us like the championship so we've gone deep onto (laughs) our bench and from back in boston it's justin the justin how's it going
2: Doing all right. And uh, you didn't ask, but I am drinking a uh, Rutland Beer Works Blueberry Blonde Ale as the uh, at least online official uh, New England owl. I thought I would go to my favorite of the New England states to Vermont to find this uh, light and easy ale with some blueberry flavors to it. I was supposed
0: to be up in Rutland like two weeks after everything went to shit for a boring tournament. (laughs) So that didn't end up happening.
1: And James is in Vermont this week, too. That's why he's not on the podcast. Mm-hmm. He's um, doing a bit of uh, scouting for places to leave New York City for. <laughs> New England, the New England
0: Owls are ever-growing. <laughs> yeah. I think bowling alleys are open here this week, but the championship is certainly open for business. And we will talk about the upcoming sched here on episode 97 of the Owls Americas. We have some Wednesday news to deal with first. Patty has put together a little pub quiz because we're that light on content. And we will preview the first Wednesday match in about three months or so as Wednesday are in action. This Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Hillsborough against Nottingham Forest. But we start with, I mean, the expected Wednesday players not available for selection because of injury. And it looks like Loney Josh Windass will be out three to four games with a calf injury. I suppose, Paddy, this was inevitable with players coming back for training after being stuck in their house on gardening leave for a few months.
1: Not just inevitable because of that. Inevitable because it's Sheffield Wednesday. Um, So, yeah, Josh Windass might be the last we see of him. Who knows? Uh, Hopefully not. I think he uh, gave us a little something different up front. So he's going to be a bit of a miss. Um, thankfully, he is the only injury we have so far. Knock on the wood. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a tough break for him. Um, I think he wanted to uh, put himself in the shop window for the final nine games, and that's not going to happen. Hopefully, we can extend the contract for our loanees. ease. Yeah,
3: so yes,
0: there hasn't really been any news on that here and there. Really, any news on the contract front? Uh, Fernando Forestieri this week. Mentioned he hasn't even been offered the extension past June 30th. Uh, Justin, what do you think like, the long-term squad plan is? Are they going to kind of see how these next couple games go before <laughs> they look to extend players and figure out if they're in a relegation scrap or mid-table mediocrity or pushing for the playoffs? Or is just just uh, the usual Wednesday disorganization?
2: Well, I I think I'm always a little more... I, I have a hard time believing... Uh, we can be as inept as we seem to show at times. <laughs> uh, I, I actually kind of think that that it's it's how you started. I think we've got a few games to to put some people in positions to succeed and see you know where they are. I, I think we're going to lose the vast majority of of the. I believe it's ten players out of contract. I, I think almost all of them will be will be gone and we'll replace them. You know, unfortunately, probably in similar fashion the way that we have replaced um you know finding some casts off and some some lone ease but you know there's a few guys windass is a good example of a guy if we could possibly lock him up and you know overall over the course of the season i wouldn't mind having jacob murphy back um as well but uh, mo- most of those guys uh, and i know you guys talked about it last week from that you know sort of 2016
1: 17
2: era um it's time to go
1: Yeah, I'm more concerned almost about the loanees coming back than I am about some of our full-time staff. Having 11
0: squad players?
1: (laughs) Well, that's a concern too, obviously. (laughs) I mean, Jacob Murphy for me is the number one priority to re-sign next year if we could afford him, if he would come back on another loan. I don't know. Uh, But for me, he's been fantastic this season. Um, So, yeah, I, I, I think I'm more concerned about that than the full-time players we will sort of talk about
0: squad stuff we get into the forest match and i literally have no idea what the starting 11 is going to look like this weekend like normally you can't really treat it like preseason because there's i guess seven months of games before this even though they've been off for a few months so you do have information but you don't you also don't have like recent information on how these players look and you know, who Gary Monk feels comfortable with, who the team is looking to extend both like literally a week and a half from now, and perhaps beyond that into the twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty one season, whatever that ends up looking like. So in a weird way, it's kind of exciting, Patty, but by the same token, it's still Sheffield Wednesday, so you can probably just expect the same eleven guys struggling to break down the Nottingham Forest defense.
1: Well, it's a little exciting. Last week, we don't know what's going to happen for the clubs we're playing versus our own team. Again, players are saying the right things. There's a nice interview with Adam Reach in the in the Star, I believe, this week. And he says the boys are all up for it. He says himself he's feeling better than he's felt in a long time. He said the other there's injury that's kept him from being fully fit. this most of this season is some weird toe injury apparently, and he said that's uh, kept him. Um, not feeling very confident and not being able to play as well as he has been. Um, But he um, was very positive in that interview and said that the lads are all up for it. Um, He he did mention the fact that he's concerned about some of the big characters not returning next year and that was a a problem for him. But obviously it's football so uh, I'm sure he'll get over it when his buddies all leave. Um, But I think a fit, Adam reach is a massive boost to Sheffield Wednesday. uh, Where we plug him in is a uh, is the age old question where is his best position? I, th- I think um, I would probably rather have him on the left than Kadeem Harris based on the form before we've stopped uh, and then Jacob Murphy on the right. Uh, but for me he's a first he's a first, uh, first loving guy.
2: You know, I agree a hundred percent. my My issue with having him on the left side though is that one of his great strengths is to cut in on that left foot and and, and put something on the net. And, and I worry we lose that a little bit with with him out on the left side. Although, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I almost wish. I think Murphy has shown some ability to be flexible, too. I'd almost like to see, you know, the two of them out wide. And, you know, it's funny to mention Kadeem Harris because he was through, say, December, probably our best player. Um, and he, he still seems to bring a lot, you know, of activity to the table. But once once another team focuses on him, he disappears. So... He may be a good option off the bench, um, something along those lines.
0: So I guess the argument is, as far as like Reach's position goes, are you better off with Reach in the left and like, I don't know, with Windes or like De La Cruz in the middle, or are you better off playing Reach maybe in a position sort of more centrally where he's maybe not able to use all his skills, but you put Kadeem Harris on the left there. Justin?
2: Yeah, that was one of my... Big questions about this game coming up this week and, and trying to think of the lineup. And, you know, I had two major questions. And one of them is who plays with Fletch? I, I think it's pretty clear we're going to see some form of a, I would assume we're going to see some form of a four four two, whether it's a 4-4-1-1 or, you know, more of a four four two. 4 you know, with the with the wide midfielders coming up, there's going to be somebody up there with Fletch. And who is that right person for that? And, and Reach was one of the guys that I was considering, given that that allows you to have Harris's speed on the left and Murphy on the right. But, you know, I, I really I have no idea who who would match up best with Fletch that is fit and ready to go. I think Windass sitting a little bit behind Fletch would seem to be a good option. But obviously that's not going to happen for a few games.
0: Or whatever happens in the forest game none of us will be there to see it nor will anybody else but you do have the opportunity to get your big fat head literally on a cardboard cutout in the stands at hillsborough patty how many of your smiling visages will we see in the stands <laughs> on saturday
1: you know i want to get done today I actually this is a really good idea because it is mean, stupid it's very stupid but i mean <laughs> at this day and age we're in a stupid year we're in a stupid time why not do something stupid as well in the football club? So we've got the opportunity to l- upload your face uh, to, <laughs> to Sheffield Wednesday's servers. And they're going to print you out on a cardboard cutout and put you in the North Stand. Uh, and you get put there for the rest of the season, essentially. So it's 25 quid. And then they'll send you the... Uh, or you can pick up the uh, cutout at the end of the uh, season. Now, for me... <laughs> I quite like the idea of I having mean, a cardboard cut out of myself that my dad can pick up from me <laughs> from Hillsborough <laughs> while I'm in New York. Since I can't actually see my new, nef- my new uh, nephew, uh, my brother's 30th birthday is in July. Maybe I'll just put a cardboard cut out of myself for all these events for the next <laughs> six months in uh, England. So that's what I'm going to do, I think. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good idea. I mean, obviously, it's a way to make money, too, for the club. Uh, people will uh, poo-poo it as a money-making scheme. Uh, But I think it's a bit of fun.
2: I mean, I think it's great. um... Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I I think it's great. But I I think, you know, I mean, we we all know what the mood is like around the club. Uh, Even when they had their uh, announcement of of what they do for the season tickets, uh, you know, most people spend most of their time complaining about the fact that there was an option to donate money back to the club. (laughs) Yeah to focus on, which I get it, but at the same time, you could also donate to the Youth Academy, you could donate to a charity, or you could receive gift cards to the store shop. So, like, I, I actually don't... I think a lot of times the club handles things a little better than maybe the mood of people has been for a while. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to blame... Well, it's hard to blame people. mood. Low bar after. to
0: get over there, but yes.
2: <laughs> well, after the ball, the 150th ball, that, yeah. <laughs> that threw everybody off, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm actually considering it just for, like, I, I, like you probably have to, like, lean into it, though, where you do, like, the cutaways after goals of just, like, this, the photos of, like, the people just staring back at it would be pretty funny. Just, like, a series of cuts to <laughs> those. And we've seen it sort of around the sports world for sports that have started up without fans here and there. Um, Taiwan had robots for a while. Um, uh, Wait, what those sex dolls? Then they, the yes, highlights. there was but like, so, so they I I think it was the KBO, I think it was the Korean Korea baseball <laughs> organization. But yes, they thought they were buying like store mannequins, but ended up with like custom made sex dolls in the stands instead. <laughs> and had to apologize for that. So I mean the right
1: expression for what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> like a constantly glazed well, surprise <laughs> expression.
2: <laughs> the kbo's had the uh spongebob cutouts behind home plate, yeah
0: they've done a lot did. they've done a variety of things <laughs> at least like having fun with it but as we know there can be no fun at
1: sheffield wednesday but that's that's a great idea for like sponsorship mm. i have people like that sponsor your uh, club we just have random mascots and disney characters in the, in the cup
2: <laughs> <sighs>
0: all right patty because we are bereft of content you have prepared a quiz for us in honor of our friday quiz nights
1: i thought i'd bring the quiz to the masses um, obviously we, we do our friday night quizzes um, uh, every friday on uh, zoom uh, to anyone's around and uh, they've been really successful i also do a quiz um, every month with my fantasy football team and this was for them and they're mainly mainly premier league fans so it's about the afl championship just to piss them off because um, they haven't got a bloody clue so i think it's relatively easy this quiz So i'm going to pose it to you guys, obviously doing it live. So I'm gonna take some notes as I'm going through it. I'll give you the answers at the end. Play at home. Play along at home. Um, so we'll start with question one. An easy one to ease you into it. If the league was to end today, who would the top three teams be in the championship? Do not shout it out. Write it down. And actually, then... I don't think I know
0: who's third, but I know who's fourth. I actually like, looked at the table today, too. <laughs>
1: So if the league was to end today who would the top three teams be in the championship question two who is the league top score with 20 goals um, in the actual quiz I had a picture of this guy I could probably show you that if that helps <laughs> probably won't <laughs> <laughs> Question three. We all know that Leeds have more fans than any team in the world, but who has the second highest attendance so far this year? Average attendance. Second highest average attendance so far in the championship. Leeds are obviously top. Obviously. <laughs> again the next one uh it might be easier for you guys but for my premier league friends question four jordan rhodes scored 170 goals at blackburn and huddersfield but how many goals did he scored in three years at sheffield wednesday is it a 13 b 23 c 33 or d 43
2: I can't believe it's as high as any of those.
1: <laughs> My original
0: thought was it's not like around nine, so. Right. Uh,
2: hit
1: three of them in the game. This is, I can't believe he's been in the club for three years, too. He's had 70 appearances in those three years. So it's A13, B23, C33, or D43. Question five, uh, just to say my Premier League friends, which championship player was the highest transfer fee paid in the league's history? Is it A. Sessegnon, Fulham to Spurs, Wijnaldum, I think it's pronounced like, right, Wijnaldum from yeah. Newcastle to Liverpool, uh, Sissoko, that's from Newcastle to Spurs, or Jordan Pickford from Sunderland to Everton? Mm. Newcastle sold Wijnaldum and Sissoko the same year and made a shitload. I didn't realize how much they made on these two players. It's they really paying off for them. Which was the highest transfer out of those four? Uh, which club holds the record for the longest spell in the championship without being relegated or promoted? I know this. Classic, A classic championship question. Is it... A Nottingham Forest, B Derby County, C Ipswich Town, or D Leeds United.
2: So, is this active?
1: They're not. Yeah. They don't have to. They don't have to be an active Championship team right now. They just hold the record so, for. Sorry.
2: It is current.
1: I can't tell you that because it might give the answer away. It is the current record holder?
2: Oh, current record. Yeah. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> which club has been promoted from and relegated back to the championship more than any other so a typical yo-yo club so promoted and relegated to the championship more than any other is it A. Sunderland B. Portsmouth C. Fulham or D. Birmingham City so it's promoted out of the championship to the Premier League then relegated back down again Which one has done the most of the yo-yoing. This is a nice and easy one for you. Uh, Question eight. Who was the last second division club to win either the FA or League Cup while in this division? Question nine. Two clubs share the record for most championship playoff final losses. They've lost five playoff finals each. Name either of them. I'll give you a bonus point if you name both. I'm going to take two shots at it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Two clubs share the record for most championship playoff final losses. You can name either of them. And lastly, again, this is an easy one for everyone that follows the championship. In 2017, this club got promoted from the EFL championship without any of their players scoring in open play in any of their playoff matches. Who was it? In 2017, this club got promoted from the championship without any of their players scoring in open play in any of their playoff matches. Which club was it? Boom. Are we all good? Anyone want repeats? Uh, no. no. I just no.
2: said, ask Clubman. They were like plus two on the entire season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're fucking awful. Uh, again, my, right, primary, my, my Premier League friends did not know a lot of these answers, so I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, they'll know not all about Serie A and like Bundesliga, but not about the league that below the one they watch. <laughs> Question one was, uh, who's the top three right now? I got, I got a Jeff. What did you put down for this? I only knew West Brom and Leeds.
0: What did I could not remember then? third. I know Brentford is fourth. Uh, I will guess... Fuck. Um, who the fuck is another... Ch- you said Darby.
2: No.
1: Right. Justin Dino? I guessed Brentford. It's Fulham who are third. Yeah, so yeah that's I guess 64 <laughs> Uh, Moving on to question two, uh, who's the league scorer at the moment? 23 goals. Uh, Justin?
2: Anybody? I got a blank on that.
0: I don't even know if he's still in the league, so I just guessed Chris Wood.
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh, Alexander Mitrovic. That makes sense. Yeah, I should have gotten that. Obviously, I don't Uh, remember Fulham's even in the league, so. And not Savo Milosevic, who I wrote down in my answers on my presentation here. Uh, okay. Uh, we all know the Leeds are the best supported team in the world. Who has the second highest average attendance so far this year?
0: I think I might have guess-
1: overthought this, but I went with Middlesbrough. Oof, yes, you did. Justin, what are your guesses? Uh, I almost guessed Burrow, but uh, I went with Forrest. Congratulations, Forest! it is. <laughs> Twenty-seven thousand seven hundred forty-eight, just pipping their local rivals, Derby County, uh, with twenty-six thousand. We are fifth in that league, by the way, below West Brom. Jordan Rhodes has scored how many goals in three years at Sheffield Wednesday? I mean, I just guessed the lowest number, so eh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you would be right to guess the lowest number it is thirteen. Uh, uh, almost a million per goal. <laughs> Um, which championship player was the highest transfer fee paid? Was it uh, Sesayon, Wijnaldum, Sissoko, or Pickford? This is quite hard because they're all relatively similar in transfer fees. Uh, anyone uh, got, got a guess?
2: I guess Pickford. I That's also guess
1: Pickford because I figured the England tax. It was, I think Pickford was the fourth out of those four, oh, actually. It was Sissoko. It went for, I think, $33 million on oh, no, well, a pounds on transfer market.
2: How much did Pickford go for? I think it was about $30. Yeah. Um,
1: again, dollars, not pounds for our friends back home. Uh, which club holds the record for the longest spell in the championship without being relegated or promoted? I believe that's Ipswich. It yep. that is indeed Ipswich. Mm-hmm. Give yourselves a point. And then uh, the opposite of that, really. Which club has been promoted from and relegated to the championship more than any other? So the yo-yo clubs. Uh, Anyone know who this is?
2: I went with Sunderland, but I went with Fulham.
1: It It is neither. Birmingham has been promoted Uh and relegated twelve times each. (laughs) Before you gave me choices, I assumed it was going to be Hull, but that was—I mean—the all the all plausible answers that one. I think
2: (laughs) Birmingham has been promoted.
1: Yeah, yeah, not recently. They've never
2: never been in the Premier League.
1: Yeah, they have, um, a while back.
2: Uh, I I was going to say, they've only been down and up, I guess.
1: Yeah, very quickly. All right, um, obviously, uh, I assume you guys know this answer. Who is the last second division club to win either the FA or League Cup while in the division? I believe that would be Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. Does anyone know? Uh, this is a much more difficult question, but I found out I'll look at this one. Does anyone know who were the last um, second division club to win the FA Cup is?
0: Oh, it's... it's I vaguely remember. I feel like Football Rambles like the greatest games about this. It's from like the 80s, right? 1980, yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember it who was, uh, was West Ham United. They were the yeah. last second division club to win the uh, FA Cup in 1980. That's not what I was going to guess. Uh, two clubs share the record for most championship playoff final losses in question nine Uh, can you name either of them I went with Derby and Norwich
2: I went with Derby and Leicester
1: no they are both more successful than these two clubs one is our friends across the city, uh, Sheffield United.
0: Yeah, I just didn't think it was... I've keep, I keep <laughs> thinking have of them losing in the League out. One playoffs, so I couldn't... No, no, they lost the championship playoffs that <laughs> way. Oh, yeah.
1: The, their playoff history across the leagues are yeah. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is Reading, who have just been I dreadful. I Reading, yeah. Reading, And finally, in 2017, this club got promoted from the EFL Championship without any of their players scoring in open play, which pre scoring, wonderfully defensive team—is this we're talking of?
0: Yeah,
2: The first to ever win three consecutive uh, top-flight trophies, I believe. Huddersfield Town.
1: But... <laughs> it's just in good good chat. <laughs> yeah, as you uh, may remember, Tom Lee scored their only goal as a uh, as a nice uh, present to them in fucking the fucking <laughs> house. <laughs>
0: because I knew they scored against us from open play, but I oh, mean, oh. Yeah, I yeah. psyched myself out on that one. Because I knew Huddersfield went <laughs> up in 2017. I'm like, why am I overthinking this? But I forgot it was technically an own goal when they beat the offside trap that they should not have been playing that late in the game.
2: <laughs> it was the margarita, Jeff. That's yeah, what's the... I
0: blame the margarita for everything. It was yep. Although Lindy. this has actually gotten my sugar headache
1: pretty much cured, so that's a plus. Uh, Do you want to share your final scores? I think you did all right with both of you.
0: Uh, one, two, three, four... I got five. So you're right, I got about half.
2: Justin? Uh I wasn't keeping score. I <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wow. Yeah, I can't nice. even win.
0: I can't win on Fridays, so it's no surprise I can't win on Wednesdays either.
1: <laughs> uh, send us a uh tweet on Twitter if you got all those ten okay. Um, cool guys. If Plus you did,
0: why have cool. you been paying that much attention to the championship this year? <laughs> For now we'll take a break. When we come back, we will preview the resumption of the championship with a home fixture against Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Now time to preview Sheffield Wednesday against Nottingham Forest this Saturday. And as we like to do on the rare occasions, we can actually do a fair amount of prep for the show. In this case, it was a text from Paul Owen two minutes into our break between segments. We <laughs> occasionally have fans of other teams on to preview the upcoming game. So from the New York City Forest group, it's Carl. Carl, how's it going?
3: Good evening, chaps. How are we? I don't Very, know. Well, mate, thanks for coming up.
0: It's Anything weird. How for, are you uh, uh, having me on? I guess. I are you excited for the balance of Forest season? Do you think they should have played the rest of the championship schedule, or is this all just an exercise in something to do while we're bored?
3: <laughs> That's a loaded question, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I'm just ready as a sports fan. We just need something, and you know. The fact it's my team and I can get behind it, as I'm sure the same for you guys. Um, It's not going to be the same. Clearly not going to be the same, but, you know, safety first and all that good stuff. Small steps. But um, nine games, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting.
0: (laughs) I guess it is the different proposition for you than it might be for Sheffield Wednesday fans because you're currently in a playoff spot. So Actually playing out (laughs) the spots of the game. I mean, granted, 10 points off automatic, but I I guess, is there a part of you that's like, well, just go to the playoffs with the schedule as it is now and we'll take our chances, or do you think there is value to playing the rest of the season?
3: So I don't want to be that guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you'd take it, right? If they didn't play the rest of the season, you got promoted. Take it.
3: And, uh, I, 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 yeah, I mean, as would anyone in this league. Mm. And I've said numerous times, I I can't give this football club any more than I give them on a weekly basis. And it's it's just time. It's just time to kind of remember what it feels like. You know, would, I, I, we were kind take of joking. It with
1: asterisk. If we if we did if we didn't we could say it, it Forrest promoted asterisk. <laughs>
0: I don't think a check comes
1: with an asterisk, though. <laughs>
3: well, I think it's going to be um, it's going to be the same for everyone, right? And, and you know, we were just we were just chatting about other sports before, and you know, NBA finals and Stanley Cup winners. You know, there's, everyone's going to start fearing this asterisk that's going to be <laughs> by the side of the name. Um, but I I, I think like when the um when the pause finally arrived and and the, the soccer nerds out there were losing the mind and and just coming up with fun fun facts um I, I think I'm not hundred percent but I think that they've done this thing in the liga where they they do some sort of math and they realize you know that they can pick a specific team to say that well based on the games that they had played against these other teams there was a certain merit to it and I'll just say it one more time. I don't want to be that guy, but <laughs> Forest, Forest won. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think on the on the on, on the flip side, um, and when people are listening to this in in nine games' time or in a year's time, or you can all laugh at me, but it, it would be our look. It would be our look to get promoted, not being able to go via the playoffs, not to go to Wembley. So we just have, no, so, yeah. so so we just go up right, and then we'd have a, a season in the Premier League where we're not allowed to go to any games, <laughs> and we get relegated, <laughs> and then the games would come back,
1: like
3: and here we are back. again. You know, <laughs> the revolution I mean, will not ever televised. Yeah. That 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 would be our look. But you know, I can't it's, keep uh, saying you know, this is our year, you, get, this, I, you know. So-
0: so Wednesday fans are allowed to put, like, the cardboard cutouts of themselves in the stands. Can you get yourself in, like, the old Trafford away end and then, like, the Etihad away end and then, you know, <laughs> just put it on a nice little that tour of the Glamour movie Ties movie. next year?
3: <laughs> that would be quite funny, that, wouldn't it? And, and you, you could actually start, um, you know, infiltrating home ends that you're not supposed to be in. <laughs> like,
1: what will cardboard cutout?
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I tried to... Um, I don't remember the website. I think it was called something like. Well, I won't advertise, but it was a, it was a website, some like cardboardcutout.co.uk or whatever. <laughs> and um, no one could get on it. It totally crashed the system because I think like every single fan just wants wants to be in there. So um, we've got a um, we've got a flag. We um, is a, one of the main supporter groups at Forest called Forza Garibaldi. And we've created a really strong bond with those guys. Um, they've been over here to New York, and we've uh, hosted them for Pints, Took them to to some sports games, um, and they've been just tr- been trying to bring the, uh, a certain atmosphere back to the club. And they've been doing that really, really successfully. And so, in one particular section in the in the lower Bridgeford, they are the club have allowed us now to start bringing in a ton of flags, I mean very, very large ones at that. So, we've got. Um, We've got a couple of flags that represents New York City. And um, apparently they're going to let us put our flags up as well. So we'll we'll be there in spirit on Saturday. Um, Yeah.
0: So Forrest, as we said, are in a playoff spot. Have, I guess found their form again after jordan rhodes scored a first half hat <laughs> trick against
3: them in about 15 minutes to be fair mate that only took you four minutes to mention it, you know? yeah.
0: <laughs> i wasn't gonna lead off with it i also only barely remember the game so i was drinking about eight percent saisons from nine thirty in the morning
3: yeah i had uh i'd gone at that point so bizarrely i do remember <laughs> yes yeah.
1: I remember taking a, a New York Owls um, group photo at halftime, and <laughs> <laughs> and your boys going.
3: You celebrated already? You fucking. <laughs> this is this is um this is what I love about you know football soccer in America and uh, and particularly in New York City. Um, we've all there's a lot of people. That have become friends. Like, there's none of the nonsense that you would get back home in that regard. Like, so, you know, I knew Paul Owen really well and introduced me to Paddy and and so your lot were going mad by like half time. <laughs> and so Dan, who is uh, my friend Dan, who, who who runs the Forest Group as well, he was like talking like, you know. Can I, am I allowed to curse or not? Is It was a pg, oh, yeah, PG 13. <laughs> um, he was. I'm pretty sure he was talking shit on Twitter to Paddy. <laughs> and Obviously, they both they, they both knew they were doing it. And they were saying, he took a picture of these, you're not celebrating. And I think the caption was something on the lines of, it's only half time they celebrate. Are you taking the piss or what? <laughs> and of course, so it was, and they knew they were doing it. They were both sat there with their backs to each other. But it was, again, just... Just really well-spirited, but yeah, pretty pretty bad day for us. Good day for Jordan Rhodes,
1: though. I mean, it's a rare goal, good day. Uh, we actually had a little quiz before you came on. Uh, maybe, <laughs> you, maybe you can try and answer this question. So one of the questions we had was uh, Jordan Rhodes scored 170 goals for Blackburn and Huddersfield in his time there. How many goals did he score in three years at Sheffield Wednesday? I'll the give you the he mu- scored against Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the multiple-choice answers. Is it A13... B twenty three, D sorry C thirty three or D forty
3: three. I'm gonna go extreme and go D
1: <laughs> extreme. He's got thirteen goals and seventy appearances. Three That's against unbelievable.
0: <laughs> Literally almost a quarter of the goals.
2: Absolutely, Carl. Yeah. That's Pearl, why we're happy. <laughs> can I ask you something? Uh, just yes, look you. at like leading up to this game, doing. I'm a fairly big stats guy, and and I think that fluid sports, I'm a hockey guy, uh, Mm. but football as well. The stats are difficult to to really capture the full picture of a fluid um, game. But statistically, uh, this year, Nottingham Forest should not be in a playoff spot. Is that something that's been sort of like, uh, are Forest fans actively aware that they're sort of, quote, you know, overperforming their peripherals or... Does it feel like a, a season where you've stolen a couple or has it been do you do you think that the way
3: Forest has played this year, they're pretty deserving of a top six spot? Well, I think what's quite interesting, we got a we got a WhatsApp group. Actually we've got a couple of WhatsApp groups within the supporter group. We got a New York one and we got a, a North America one, a bit like you guys with the Owl America. So we've got like our New York core and um and I'm sure they won't mind me saying like some some people on these WhatsApp groups they do take it just a bit too far. Like the the, the stuff that they know is just unbelievable. Um, and so the fact I'm learning this now surprises <laughs> me that that, that they won't know that because I think that they would have known that and they would have presented it. You know, um, I think. I mean, you know. 20 odd years ago, we were quite the yo-yo club. You know, we'd get promoted, we'd come straight back down, we'd go straight back up, we'd come straight back down. And I think it's just been, it's just been so long, over 20 years now. And you do just have that. It's the beauty of sports, isn't it? It doesn't matter how bad you are, you just, every year, every year you think it's your season and you just kind of hope it pans out. Normally for us, after about five games, we know we're done. And I think, you know, we we you as you guys know, we we have um, we're not shy of a manager or two, you know. It's <laughs> a sort of revolving door, and 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 finally they they bring in this French guy, um, and no one respectfully anyone who said they'd heard of Sabri Lamucci, um. I'm calling BS, and I I I say that with the utmost respect. Like no one has really heard of him, and he's come in and he, and he's done his thing. And I I think with that in mind, I think it, first and foremost, I think it's been an absolute breath of fresh air at Nottingham Forest. And again, no one no one deserves anything. Let me make that clear. Um, unless you're a Liverpool or Newcastle fan, where clearly you deserve everything. <laughs> oh, it's um, way more. Um. um I, you know, we, we've won some amazing games that we probably shouldn't have won. And um, we've lost some games that we shouldn't have won. A bit like a Sheffield Wednesday game, to be honest. Ooh. Um, it's, I think you just take it, mate, don't you? To a certain extent. And, and as an English football fan, you just take it. Where Stats aren't that big a deal back home. But I'm into him a little bit more than Alex Olivia,
1: but you know, I remember us finishing fourth in that second season in Carlos uh, in Carlos's uh, tenure. The, the year after the playoff final, we lost to Hull. We finished fourth that year. I can decidedly remember us finishing fourth after ten years of being a miserable championship team. Pretty much, or being in League One. And finishing fourth thinking, we're not very good. <laughs> We've got to fourth. How have we got to fourth? This league's shit. We were like, well, so it was a late
0: run. We were like ninth up until
1: the last four weeks or something. It, it was just a great right time, yeah. It, it was, was just cares, one of the, I, I, I decided to thinking we're not good enough to be in the playoffs right now. How are we fourth? This league's shit. So you're saying, Carl, kind of, I think the, the, the kind of question from Justin was that, do you feel like you are a good team a top six championship team or do you think it, the league itself is kind of uh allowed you to be in that position
3: i'm going to try and not be biased
1: <laughs> no i want you I'm, to be bombastic if you say, think we're the best
3: i mean we know we're not the we're not we're clearly not the best but i mean we've been shit for a long time and I would say for us to be in a playoff spot right now, I, I would I would say as a as a passionate fan that it's truly deserved. Clearly, the stats say otherwise. Um, and joking aside, i'd I'd love to see that stuff. I'm really interested in that. Um, so maybe maybe you can hook me up after the um after the call, but yeah, I think I would say it's deserved.
1: I wonder if it's a mentality thing with Wednesday fans. Cause I was really surprised by our fans' reaction. Finishing fourth and being negative about the team. Well, I think (laughs) part of it is Forest fans are are, are way more kind of like behind the team than we were at that time.
0: I think part of it is it just never feels like there's six good teams in the championship ever.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, but but like we can't even celebrate the league it used to be, is it? It's not the league it used to be by a long stretch. You know, and what makes me laugh is is people who are brainwashed. You're either a championship fan. Or you're a Premier League fan trying to say something nice about the championship that is best league, best league in football championship.
0: They never say best like most competitive. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: well, you know what I mean? It's the most exciting. It's the right. most exciting.
2: I don't
4: think and, there's
3: any doubt
2: the talent level in the championship is is heads above where it was five years ago, 10 years. Ago. I mean, it's it, yeah. talent wise and, and money wise. I mean, we're, we're legitimately talking about a top six top eight let's be real modest and say top 10 league in the world the amount of talent and money and crowd size and support that is in the championship and the size of these clubs that that do it it's it's a legit big league and, Just and they're, the they're, all
3: they're all big players and they're all big players I, and I banter aside like I, I don't know who that guy would be for you but you know we've been reading stuff this year like Matty Cash for us is Apparently he's been getting inquiries left, right, and centre. I don't want to like a buffoon on the on the podcast, but like, but some like, weren't well, like AC Milan. It weren't AC Milan. <laughs> no, but it was some. It was yeah. it was a club of it was a club of that stature. And you know, just every now and then, when you when you're like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it, it weren't it weren't AC Milan, but it was a, it, you know, like, wow. Then of course, then you I want twenty million for him. Ooh. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it works like that anymore. Um, but he signed a new contract with Forest, so again, that's good for us. And I think it's um. Oh, did he, did he re-up with special Forest? Going on. What's that? Sorry to interrupt. Did he re upt with Forest? Yeah, yeah, awesome. Oh. Oh, good for you. It's, He's a player. Um, that's what I mean. It's um, it's just quite nice to, just, again, it's so, you know, you'd say this about you guys, but again, it's the beauty of sport. But just feel like there's something really magical going on at the moment. And clearly we define magic and magical by by whether we win and whether we get promoted. But, you know, I, I, I've i seen it bad at Forest. I've seen the football, you know, on and off the field. You know, management, ownership, the fans. Like, it used to be really, really toxic. Like, just not a nice place to go, do you know what I mean? And all of a sudden now, I mean, it, it's, like, it's like night and day. And I think, you know, if if it could happen and i'm not holding my breath it, it is it it will inevitably it will inevitably be what it is and clearly if we don't get promoted we can blame it on the owner so it, <laughs> there's, an, there's an asterisk either way doesn't there do you know what, <laughs> what i mean so <laughs>
1: um i think that's why, that's yeah, why we like we'll in the other fans on this podcast carl because like say no one knows the kind of mentality of a, of a of a football fan unless you've been in that football club for a long time um and the questions we're, we're throwing at you are, f- are kind of from our own kind of experiences of being in a situation like yours uh, five years ago it, yeah. it's like uh, when Carlos came and took us to the playoff final that was out of the blue we had a diff- we had a new owner which was completely like left field we had a new manager no one ever heard of him and he, he instilled a belief in the fans that haven't been there in years and years and it sounds like from what I'm hearing from you said that like you're kind of getting that belief again back in the club and it's it's working out so hats off to you it's fantastic
3: Fingers crossed but you know again it's I think it's yeah 20, 20 years now 21 years I mean it's a long time isn't it it's nearly off, <laughs> half our lives I'm probably a bit older than you boys but like it's like it's near on half my life <laughs> And it's funny, and I'm sure you guys do this as well, but, like, you know, particularly... Obviously, Paddy and I, being being in a foreign country, and and, and everyone I meet, I convince them to be a Forest fan. You know, everything's <laughs> nothing in forest, everything. Just as I'm sure it is for Paddy. Everyone everyone Paddy meets. Oh, you should come watch the Wednesday. What? What? No, no, I can't do that on Wednesday. No, no. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, you know. And it... I don't know. It just it's just been pretty amazing like uh, introducing it to people and and getting people on board and and just almost like just hoping hoping that that you can just get back and just you know just just the memories and the you know you, my point being where I was going I was going to start talking about John Hotson and you know obviously like back then and when they went to you know went to the two cup finals and but like, I really, really remember that for you guys. Like, I really remember it, and I remember the I remember the jerseys vividly as well. Um, <laughs> and it was just you know just a great time. Like Paul Warhurst, when he was when he a defender, and then for some reason he ended up playing up front, and he just turned into this goal machine <laughs> Like John Sheridan and Kevin yeah. Pressman, and like, I remember all that like as a kid, probably yeah. about fourteen, I think, showing sure my age a bit now. But like Sheffield Wednesday were good, good side good fun of, we good times in it but oh, yeah. like, again as i'm sure you attest to paddy we tend to live in the past we?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i found sheffield wednesday through like a random american recap show around that era and like as an american watching this like british soccer project like like teams like named like sheffield wednesday and nottingham forest and crystal palace seemed very like exotic and fancy to me it's supposed to like sort of the sort of normal american team naming conventions and it was something kind of very like different and weird. So I have a very, uh, longstanding sort of affinity to that era. I think there's an idea that sort of the best, whatever it is, the best sports. You see like sport is never better than when you're 12, 13 or 14 years old. <laughs> I mean, in Sheffield Wednesday fans case of our age, then it's, it's, I mean, it's not getting any yeah, better than prover. that. So, yeah.
3: <laughs> but there's a, there's a, again, I, I think living in a foreign country, and I think, the, with all due respect, like the the naivety of, of how people pick I think is great. I, I remember it's 10 years coming up to me living here. And I met this guy. I'd not been here that long, probably just under a year. And I got chatting to this like, American guy who, who he'd got into soccer. And he said, who do you support? I said, oh, Nottingham Forest. I said, what about you? He said, I support Stoke City. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> I literally, <laughs> and I'm like, absolute respect. And he's like, do you?" And he got offended. He's like, "Why did you say that?" I'm just like, what knobhead would? choose? <laughs> so... <laughs> like the 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 fact that you picked it, and and I think Paddy, if I remember correctly, when we went to Paul's wedding, I can't remember his name. That was he from uh, Columbus. Is it Evan? Evan. Evan. Man. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think Evan's story was um, his grandmother used to. <laughs> read him stories and his favorite storybook. it was based on this owl i'm pretty sure that this is what <laughs> yeah. he told us good memory and so he just yeah. and so he just got into it and and, and here we are and, and bizarrely my my wife's from kansas and <laughs> um i feel like i've lived here long enough now and i'm 100 percent english and and all that good stuff and very patriotic but there's certain things we do back home and that you just don't do here and and vice versa, and I think this—I'm—I'm I'm gonna get ripped. But you know, <laughs> don't we? I'd never wear a football shirt in England to go on vacation. But I just—I won't do that. <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it. But we went to uh, my wife from Kansas, and we were coming back from Kansas, and I come downstairs, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna wear my forest shirt for this for this flight. And Emily said, to my wife, she says to me, uh, "What are you wearing?" I might like, put get this forest shirt on, show them where we're from. <laughs> <laughs> so we sit on this, we sit on this small, the smallest plane known to mankind. I'm sat there the whole two and a half hours from Wichita, Kansas to Chicago before we had to change. And as we stand up off the plane, the guy who's been sat next to me the whole time, he said, uh, and he points, at, he points cause I've got my uh, New York city supporter badge on the, on the sleeve <laughs> of the Jersey. And he says to me, he says, no way you were nottingham forest fan clearly not in that accent <laughs> um so you're a forest fan i'm like yeah he said what seriously and then i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i said um i said who do you support he said i support sheffield wednesday <laughs> and i said again bit like the bit like the stoke one as i'm you know <laughs> you're coming up i mean no 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 you know and he said um he "I'm actually not. I'm not that big of a soccer fan." He says, "But I play." A, he said, "I play a shit ton of FIFA." <laughs> he says, "And I went through the logos, and I saw, uh, and the owl." He says, "That owl." He said, "That that was the best logo on FIFA, <laughs> and that's what made him become a Sheffield Wednesday fan." And I'm like, you know, um, for people listening, I'm a graphic designer, I worked worked as a graphic designer in sports for for many many years now. And again, it's it's just. It's really nice to hear. It's it's just amazing That's to hear everyone's story. Design. Yeah, it, I mean, it's great. I mean, I presume we saw the you know the old you know the one I was chatting about earlier. The what was it like 92 That would have been about right. I'm not that sure one. what that <laughs> one. <laughs> Genius. It's amazing. It's yeah. Paddy, Paddy just flashed me on Skype. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a great yeah. tattoo of uh, the old I was on my genitals. Uh, people back <laughs> home. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can I just say real quick, though, that uh, I sort of, we, we were going to preview the Forest Wednesday game, and I, I threw that question at you, Carl, and I, Paul, I think, would also really enjoy the fact that it turned from sort of a very specific <laughs> question into a long, rambled, <laughs> philosophical diatribe that, that bounced from, you know, point to point. and And I really appreciated your answer, because... I, I don't know that I was trying to give you shit. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit, and that's the Boston yeah. in me, but really, you know, just sort of looking for for something. And what a beautiful answer, because you, you've really, you know, we've rambled on a bit, and it's, you know, maybe that's what we're doing these days when we think of sport and life. But I, I really appreciate your answer. I, I think you, you really summed up the way that a lot of football fans feel yeah. in a way that, you know, maybe a lot of, and, and I'm speaking from an American perspective. Most of the Americans I know are Premier League fans, right? And mm-hmm. they randomly decide to be a Liverpool fan or an Arsenal <laughs> fan, Man United fan, and there's there's absolutely zero concept of of some of the you know uh, the the challenges. You know, I mean, Arsenal fans think this is the worst thing that's ever happened to them. Yeah, right? every year. <laughs> Wow, which I'm not. That wasn't a straight red card today, but that's beside the point. Uh, so it's it's. I don't know. I think the championship in, in clubs like Forest and, and Wednesday, and you know even fucking Leeds, although they Leeds, it, yeah, West Brom. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know Villa. You know, there's a, although Villa recently came back down to earth, but but there's a lot of these clubs that you know we've been sort of lost in that. Hey, you're not in that top division. And you know, but part of me also doesn't give a shit. Like <laughs> I just enjoy watching Wednesday. I, I want Wednesday to play well and I want the fan base to be happy. We're all Wednesday, aren't we? You know, we <laughs> want to be all together and enjoying it. So well, I may have started off by by poking you a little bit. I, I wanna say I'm really I'm really pleased to hear that you're in this spot where you're feeling happy and satisfied and enjoying the football that your club is playing and and the community around your club. So that's pretty awesome.
3: No, I appreciate that, mate. I appreciate that a lot. Thank you. It's, it's, I just, you're probably looking to wrap up, but just um, something that I think's is really uh, poignant based off of what you said. Um, so I started I to started coming here 2010 and i was back and forth quite a lot and i finally got my paperwork sorted in uh, 2011 when i applied for my visa and, and all that stuff and there used to be a bar in in uh, in brooklyn in prospect heights called woodwork funnily enough it was an arsenal bar i walk in like, literally fresh off the boat like as subtle as a brick you know like just and they start chatting to me. The English guy walks in, so it's a huge soccer bar, so they want to, they you know, they want to chat soccer. And long story short, I end up founding this or creating the forest, Nottingham Forest supporter group. Um, basically, where I'm going with it is like, it's probably oh, been going now since 2010, 2011, and I've just met so many people through this supporter group that you would never have met. In England, if I lived in England, like people coming over on vacation and just a bunch of stuff. But the bit that I really want to say. um, And I've said it before, but I just think it's fantastic, like the Internet, like social media, it's just it's not a nice place. It's really dark place for a lot of people. Um, And. This supporter group that I started, essentially, to this day, I've seen zero hate. Zero. It's 100% love. It's 100% encouragement. 100% support. People come over. They want to hang out with you. You know, they, people want to buy you a beer and 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 people remember you in that, you know what I mean. And 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 not not clearly not just me, but like people have come over, and some of our locals probably a bit like you guys at, at at Legends, and obviously where you guys drink. It's just it's 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 really powerful. And again, I said earlier tonight, like in a weird way, you don't you don't really get that at home because you just kind of go to the match and you go about your business and off you go. But it is one thing to. I think it's one thing from a forest perspective, um, but again, like Paddy, you and I—great gr- example. I'm Paul, really, like, I met Paul through work, and he said, "Like, oh, we, we're going to watch, we're going to watch uh, Wednesday Leeds. Do you want to come down and, and have a? Do you want to come down and have a pint?" And I didn't know anyone, just turned up, met this bloke from Chesterfield, um, and here we are. You know what I mean? It's just—it's really, really, really powerful. And bizarrely, it's not because we're Man United fans or Liverpool fans, or but you know, there's like this kind of not fluffiness, but it's just a bit, just a bit more substance to it. And anyone who's listening, who is a Liverpool or you know, Man United, Man City fan, all that, (laughs) (laughs) you know, no offence, but like it's just, I just feel it's a bit more. There's just a lot more substance to it.
2: Yeah,
4: and
3: even for you guys as Americans, like you know, you got you got drawn into this. Well, I think, and I'm sure a... at some point you could have left, but you <laughs> stuck with it. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to.
0: I, I think there's the idea too that, like, if you're an American fan of Arsenal or Liverpool or or Man United or all these clubs, with yeah, I mean, admittedly, certainly better recent history but sort of longer history of success it's like it almost feels like you're you're playing you you feel like you have to play a role like you have to play a character almost because you're so sort of like trying to steep in something that's like almost too big for just regular fans at this point but like with Wednesday and I'm sure it's true with 4 it's like it's the entry point's easy you can just go and watch the game and it's often shit but there's no like it's just it's just an it's just a day or in most cases a morning out it's like a, it's a nice morning out that the team ruins your weekend and it's a much more more pure sports fan experience and i don't want to completely shit on arsenal fans although that's something that uh we well, like apparently to do they're the... not listening anyway, according yeah, to so. you
3: guys so we're good
0: i remember <laughs> we were watching a seven fifteen kickoff against barnsley this was like seven or eight games into the david jones championship tenure and i don't think Wednesday had actually won a game yet and it's, <laughs> so at seven fifteen. it's the bad b in sports feed so it was like cutting out mm-hmm. occasionally too and arsenal were the seven thirty kickoff for the premier league at that time they were top of the table i don't remember who they were playing but they weren't playing particularly well or something and we're like 30 minutes into this game when they had just given up a bad goal to go one, one. And I remember the Arsenal fan, the American Arsenal fans talking to the other one. It's like, this is a terrible year to be an Arsenal fan. And I'm just like, <laughs> it, well, they're top of the beer. Like I'm just sitting here at seven 45 in the morning with my beer, watching Wednesday Barnsley on a shitty B and sports feed. I'm just trying to be like, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't get it. You so just don't odd, get it. it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's just odd. Like, I always said, I I remember years ago, years ago, I went to Stockport, Forest Away, Stockport, and my mates thought it would be a a, a good laugh to just leave me in Stockport and drive home. (laughs) And I'll never forget that. And, 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 And by pure pure coincidence, I managed to bump into some lad that I went to school with by pure coincidence. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I would, I don't know, i like 17, because I was kind of cramping myself if I remember. I mean, it, it was not funny, I can assure you. <laughs> they, they thought it was hilarious. Funny as fuck. Yeah. And just by uh, pure coincidence, <laughs> I bumped into this lad called Dave Hallett, who probably also won't be listening to this, but I give him a shout out. Respect where respects due, and he gave me a he gave me a ride home. And if I remember correctly, he didn't ask me for gas money, which made it even better. Um, but I've talked about that, like like that, like that. There's those memories. Interestingly, you were talking about stats earlier, and I, I I feel like I think a lot less like this now. The the more I become acclimated to you know American sports culture and and all that stuff. But I think, and this might come out wrong, so I apologize in advance. But you can you can like study stats if you know what I mean. You can study stats, but you know you're from Boston, so I'm guessing I can mention the Celtics in a good way here. Like whatever game that is that you went to as a Celtics fan, like you remember that game because you were there when you were down by 15 points and you came back up, oh, like all that good stuff that. The, the drama, or what it, what it is, and that makes you go back. Um, I always found that quite interesting. Again, I'd never really been a never really been a big stats guy until I came here. But then you just start remembering stuff, and inevitably turned into quite a big NFL fan. And my friends get quite surprised at what I remember. Like, it just you just start to remember stuff, and I think just from the love of the game and. I'm watching stuff, and I, I maybe I've got a photographic memory or something with the stuff I remember. I don't go back and read the stats, but, you know, I, I don't know. Sports, isn't it? You find <laughs> it back. G- Theo Epps,
2: F- who was the uh, former general manager of the Red Sox, general manager of the Cubs, he's now the president of the Cubs, had a great quote, and baseball is the sport that leads itself to statistical analysis, mm-hmm. I think, because it's so static and moment-to-moment. Uh, but he had a great quote. He said, baseball is best understood at 10,000 feet and best enjoyed at uh, 10 feet or whatever, you know, the front row, some of those lines. So the idea to me is that to, to really understand some of the nuances and dig in. And if you're a general manager or a team recruiter or, you know, whatever position, you, you need to have stats. You need to look at the game from a very objective perspective. And you need to say, well, this player has 3.92 passes per 90 minutes or whatever it is but when you're a fan if you want to actually enjoy uh it's it's best to just dive in which again i kind of back to why i appreciated uh this long rambling discourse carl i i hate to take control here but carl who's gonna win saturday <laughs> you're ruining our
0: game preview justin
3: <laughs> as, long as uh jordan rhodes doesn't have a
0: He's our only striker under contract after June 30th. We might
3: as long as he, he doesn't have a second win to make history repeat himself, um, I'd like to think I'll be happy. But again, I know I said it earlier, I, I, I'm going to change my strategy here. I am going to be that guy. Nine games, we need a win on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> um, start as we mean to go on. I, I, look, I Joking aside, it's... I think it's just going to be interesting, isn't it? Based on everything we've talked about and the stuff we talked about before we, you know, before we started recording, um, empty stadiums, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Some games could be seven nil, probably we'll let seven in as opposed to a score (laughs) seven. Um, although we did score seven against you at Hillsborough many, many years ago. I do remember. (laughs) I
0: think that's one Um, of the free games you can watch online now too.
3: Yeah. It's it's just going to be interesting, but hopefully, hopefully it'll be a good game. No one's getting injured. And you know the season can, can can play itself out for everyone.
2: I'm I'm kind of fascinated by the fact with without the fans that I, I feel like there's such pressure in in football to be a home team and you must attack, and to be a away team you must sit back. And and I think these are two teams that are both way more comfortable letting the other team have the ball. Mm-hmm. So when you've got a situation where we played at Forest and Forest felt oh we have to attack, we sat back, collected attacked and once we got up a couple it threw you off under normal circumstances i would think that might flip whereas now you're you're at hillsborough granted the crowd isn't particularly helpful these days but you know wednesday would feel the pressure to attack and that would help uh forest you know with with lolly or melb going forward um or you know cash for that matter going forward crossing to Louis Graben, the uh, master of the junk uh, goal. <laughs> but I don't like I don't know what I don't know what either of these two teams are going to. Is there going to be pressure to play at home? Is there like are they both going to sit back and kind of ping the ball to either end for 90 minutes? It's, it's going to be fascinating.
3: I think, I think what's going to be interesting on that front is there are nine games left as opposed to this season is finished and someone comes out and says, we're going to start next season, third week in September, and we're still not going to let any fans in for the first 30 games. I'm making that up. Like, I think that clearly is going to be a very, very different mentality. It, it, interestingly... Um, I think you're t- not soft spot per se, but you when you've got mates who support other teams. And I didn't really do this till I moved to America, but you know, like now having having met Paul and and and, and knowing Paddy and you know, I will look out for you guys, you know. But I feel I, I look yeah, I look out for Chef Wednesday. I look out for Everton. Don't give me any shit, but they wear blue, so kind of fifty percent your colour. <laughs> um, but um. I've lost my train of thought there. Uh, oh yeah, so of course so so since knowing Paul and I probably met Paul 2013 2014 and ever since we've known each other it's always been a nice bit of banter on the telephone, you know, a bit some some you know some outrageous messages between each other. But if I remember correctly ever since I've known Paul Owen. I've never, ever, ever been able to send him a text message. Because <laughs> you seem to just kill us every single time. <laughs> it's actually in the
0: notes. It's one win for you in the last 12. So
3: <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, Is I that mean, right? Not good. It's not good, and mate. I, yeah. And, you know, we'd, we'd be losing and stuff. And sometimes you won't hear anything. You just won't hear anything because that's the right thing to do. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, I'm sure... I'm. I, I, I'm sure your your love for the blades is uh, is same as my love for the Rams, and clearly, when they lose, particularly in playoff finals, particularly when Bobby Zamora scores right at the end, <laughs> you know it it, it it does bring you a certain joy. But I I think there is a what's the word? A level of etiquette just to leave it (laughs) (laughs) like when there's some you know some friends you can do that with, definitely so bizarrely we had met through the through the forest supporter group um i'd been chatting to a bunch of people at, at forest and a commercial director had sent an email to me with john mcgovern on it and basically said something on the lines of carl just thought you just thought you should know John McGovern's going to be in New York in a couple of weeks. And John, I think it would be a really good idea if you go and have a pint with the forest lads And uh, upon further uh, conversation with John McGovern, I don't think he was as excited to get that <laughs> in <his laughs> inbox as I was. And um, um, he wanted to meet at legends funnily enough, because <laughs> someone had told him, someone had told him that the best football bar is, 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 is legends We. We drink in a different one, but conversation for another time. We were trying to get him to come to our bar, only like four blocks away, whatever. But uh, no, he, he wants to meet at Legends. And so we're all like, right, don't push it, don't push it. Because, like, you know, we don't want to annoy him. We might not come. So off we go to Legends. And, and, and lo and behold, it was when Derby played Fulham in the playoff. <laughs> um, and we, we got a good result i funnily enough, <laughs> we, just dead quick. Funnily enough, just, go, just, just dead go quick. Results. This is genius because obviously you have these away days. You know the the Owl Americas meeting stuff. One, yeah, yeah. So
1: we had you our
3: guys did that first, right? We no, I think you guys. I think you guys did the first one. We had our second one last year in Chicago, and I'd been to this bar in Chicago years ago called the Globe. And oh, yeah. if you're ever in chicago great great bar and it, it, it's a lot smaller now, but it used to be massive <laughs> It used to be massive, and mm. you'd walk in and the 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 rainbow if you will of of color of football shirts, and of course, as we talked about. There's ample Arsenal and Liverpool and Man United and City. And you kept walking further to the back, and there's people in Forest shirts, and there's people in Wolf shirts, and there's people in Burnley shirts, and there's people in Swansea shirts, Newcastle fans, whatever. Um, off, we, off we go. I'm like, oh, we should totally watch our game in, um, in the Globe. So, unbeknown to us, it's a big Aston Villa bar. <laughs> and so it was a really long bar. And so we were all at one end and all the Aston Villa fans were at the other end and early in the morning and people started drinking beer and the cheers started getting louder louder and of course the, the inevitable song from from one end of the room flew over to the other end of the room, in which case the other people reciprocated. And at one point I'm like, Everyone just needs to stop. Like this is it's not funny. It's like it's not funny. And they bought us a cake. For no reason, they bought us a cake. <laughs> they bought sounds, us a cake. Not the whole trolling. <laughs> and so we, made the, we started chanting at them in the bar. Um, they bought us a cake. They bought us a cake. Aston Villa, they bought us a cake. <laughs> anyway, long story short, when Villa played Derby in the playoffs, um, we bought them a cake. <laughs> <laughs> and we all chipped in. We all chipped in. And what we did was, we designed. We didn't design it, but you know how you can um, print. You know how you can do like food coloring inks to so to, to you can print.
4: Yeah.
3: And on top of the cake, it was all Forest people who played for Aston Villa and Forest, but they were all, all wearing like Forest jerseys. And we had, um, well, I, I can't remember what we put on it, but it was like hashtag Beat the Sheep. And funnily enough, we went to um, we went to Legends. In our Forest shirts. Quite bad, actually. <laughs> I think Dalby technically... Fan New York anyway, mate. Have you seen one Derby fan in New York? I think technically that day we were just a bunch of wankers. But <laughs> we, we went to Legends for the Derby Aston Villa playoff game in our Forest shirts. <laughs> and we were losing our minds when Aston Villa scored. I mean, it's, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> but um, I, I would not... I wouldn't text my mates that. That's not... That's just that's that's absolutely. I don't know. What would you guys do that? I mean, you they must have no. mates who are Blades fans. Like if, if, if no. Blades lost <laughs> in, a, in the in the, in the, I the would, final. Next
2: landing in Cambridge to watch uh, Sheffield United lose to Huddersfield Town on penalty kicks. The year we uh, pipped them to go up. Uh, oh yeah, I, I sat right on the fucking teeth <laughs> really uh, while well, wearing my Wednesday colours.
3: That's how we do. <laughs> but, 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 listen, uh, you got a whole Boston sports fans in high regard. They don't, they don't mess around, right?
0: <laughs> well, I think that was a very uh, thorough and comprehensive preview of the Nottingham Forest Sheffield Wednesday <laughs> game on Saturday. So, thank you very much, Carl.
3: Thanks, feel, Carl. Uh, feel free to edit down to uh, twenty eight seconds, guys. But well, I've had a good time, so. <laughs> Carl, good luck. You're <laughs> Eight games of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. You had me for a millisecond. I'm like, oh, yeah.
0: So, Patty, this is normally the portion of the show where I ask you, where can people watch the Sheffield Wednesday Forest game?
1: Jeff, I'm going to surprise you mm. uh, because we are ours America's and because we're all about bringing fans together in the U.S., Uh, But also because we can't bring fans together physically. (laughs) We are going to uh, try our first ever virtual meetup. Um, We're going to use Zoom. Unless there's a massive demand that's past our uh, limit we can afford. Um, We're all going to log into our own iFollow accounts and Twitter and radio and stuff. Uh, Watch it on your own screens. But in the meantime, our virtual pub will be Zoom where we can have a bit of banter back and forth. We've already got about 30 people on our Facebook events signed up to this so it's going to be I think a very popular thing to happen Uh, people all across the Americas um, and people back home guys just join us we don't care where you're from come and join us for a bit of banter Um, it's the first ever national meetup virtually so we did did OA away uh, in New Orleans back in February before this whole thing kicked off we're doing OA home, stay at home watch the game with us go to our Facebook page um, you'll see an event there, you can RSVP, you'll get the Zoom link there. If you're not on Facebook, we're going to send a email out this week too and send you the link directly, so don't worry about that. Same on Twitter, if you uh, want to tweet at us saying send me a link to the Zoom thing, we'll send that to you on DMs. Uh, we can't put it publicly because we get porn spammers, <laughs> as we have learned from our quizzes. <laughs> so it has to be done through DMs and through RSVPs on Facebook. So um, give us a shout if you're interested or sign up to Facebook.
0: You've been listening to episode 79. It's not 79. You have been listening. <laughs> it's been a long night. We've gone back in time. You have been listening to episode 97 of the Owls Americas, brought to you by Sheffield Wednesday's iFollow live match streaming service. Sign up at swfc.co.uk slash iFollow. We're on the internet at owlsamericas.com. You can email us at owlsamericas at gmail.com. Find and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at owlsamericas.com. Our podcast Intro and Bumpers by fellow Wednesdayites, Reverend the Makers. The podcast is on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbeam, and probably anywhere else you choose to download podcasts. There's no wrong way to listen to the show. Just do what feels right. Wherever you choose to consume the Owls America, AmeriCast, we ask that you rate and review the show. It helps more Wednesdays find our ramblings. Justin, I didn't bother to look up your Twitter handle before we started the show, so I probably should have done that. Where can people find you on Twitter?
2: Well, I'm at New England Owl, uh, if you want football talk, and if you want uh, some random hockey talk, plus uh, recently some uh, virulent uh, political chat, uh, it's at (laughs) Dustin DeSorger, but I stick to at New England Owls.
0: (laughs) So you haven't given, you asked our guest, but you haven't given an official prediction for this weekend.
2: Uh, I say, uh, 2-1 Wednesday. Yeah, we're going to score two goals. I said it.
0: <laughs> Patty is on Twitter, at Patty A. Jones and at New York Owls. Patty, an official score line prediction. Well,
1: there's been lots of goals in this fixture in the past. I'm going to go 3-2 Wednesday.
0: Woo! I'm on Twitter, at Jeff Pedernostro, and I will see you next week to recap a... draw where Wednesday concede in the 93rd minute because (laughs) even in a time of global pandemic some things don't change.